Hello, welcome to Growing Potatoes Podcast, where we cover all things love, dating, and married life. We are your newlywed host, Faith and Keegan Von Atzigen. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't, go ahead and press the subscribe button. Go ahead and follow us on our Instagram handle, which is Growing Potatoes. And please share this episode with a friend. You're listening to episode 10. As you know, we start off every episode with a spud moment, and this episode is no different. We've got another spud moment from our early first months of marriage. And if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, just to let you know, a spud moment is basically an embarrassing moment between you and your significant other that just makes you feel small, like a spud. But you just laugh about it, learn from it, have fun. So yeah. It's those moments that you laugh about later, but in the moment, they're kind of embarrassing or funny. Humbling. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot of our spud moments have to do with like bugs and nature. And I mean, this one though was just kind of out of the blue. We were just on a, what, like midday walk? Yep. It was a random midday walk um, in the summer. In uh, from our, We just walked around the neighborhood behind our apartment complex. And as soon as we got outside to start our walk, this little black French bulldog started running towards us. And breathing heavily breathing as really bulldogs heavily. do. Breathing really heavily, yeah. I... <laughs> freaked out a little bit keegan was a little more calm she was like is it charging yeah but it got to us and then just kind of wanted to like lick us and play around and stuff and so we were like oh my goodness where is its owner and this was while we were walking and so it followed us yeah as as we we set out on our walk we're like oh nice dog okay let's start walking and it just followed us out the apartment complex yeah and we didn't have like a leash or a rope or we didn't have anything. We were looking around to see if anyone was present. Um, and so basically we um, went on our walk, went on our walk. And we're like, I guess he's walking with us. Maybe someone will see us and be like, hey, that's my dog. So and we didn't want to bring him or bring it in our apartment because we didn't know what how it would treat our furniture and stuff. And we didn't have a backyard. All we had was a patio that doesn't even have any type of barrier. So we're like, okay, we're going for a walk, I guess. With this dog. With this dog. And it just it just stayed right next to us the entire time. And this was like a good, what, mile or two of walking. And it was hot outside. And French bulldogs do not breathe easily. And this dog was no different. It was like, I don't like wheezing. It was bad. Like yeah. breathing real hard. Yeah, it was almost painful. Yeah, and so... He was was trucking along, though. Yeah, and we were headed back to our apartment complex towards the end of our walk, and this car drives up next to us with an older couple in it, and they're like, is that your dog? And we were like, actually, it just kind of ran up to us and has been following us, and they're like, that's a really expensive dog. That's a really nice dog. They're like, uh... Hop in our car and we'll take you to get a leash. Our house is right down the road. And so we're like, 
Okay. I don't know what we were thinking. This was pre-pandemic. And even if it was pre-pandemic, we just <laughs> grabbed the dog and hopped in the back seat of these strangers' cars. <laughs> the strangers' car. and They drove um, literally one block to yeah, their house. I know. We totally could have walked there. Brought the dog some water. Yes, they brought him water. Thank goodness. <laughs> and, then, and then gave us a leash to put on him. Yeah. So we put a leash on him um, and started walking him. Well, first the couple was like, you know, if you don't find the owner in a few days, we'll uh, bring him back here and we'll help you find the owner or whatever and bring the leash whenever you can. So we basically walked the dog back to our apartment complex and then um, asked some people that were walking their dogs like, hey, do you know whose dog this is? And then... um, we eventually just went to like the main clubhouse area and we're like, have you guys seen any of the, you know, other residents here with this dog before? And one of the maintenance workers was like, that dog was just in the house that I, you know, went and fixed a leak for or whatever. And so he basically just picked up the dog, went in the golf cart and like drove away and like never came back. <laughs> Yeah, we we still don't know if that dog got to its rightful owner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we waited for like maybe 10 minutes to see if like they came back with news. But just with a leash in our hands and just... Yeah, it just kind of went away. So we're pretty sure it was reunited with yeah, its yeah, owner. Probably, yeah, <laughs> but We gave the leash back like two weeks later because we kept forgetting to go back to the people to give the leash back. Yeah, but our little, like, 30-minute walk turned into, like, a whole, like, hour-and-a-half thing where we hopped in Rescue the back mission. of strangers' <laughs> car. And, yeah, it was it was just funny. <laughs> that was very unique. Yeah. A unique spud moment from our first year of living together. And that is what we are talking about this episode. If you didn't notice by the title, we are talking about when my space becomes our space. When we move in together after getting married. And we were very fortunate because we had kind of been used to living in a dorm for the past three years on campus with um, people that were originally, you know, strangers or friends. Um, But it's totally different moving in with your spouse right after you got married, especially if... um, I know for me, I was raised in a house of all girls, all sisters, and had never lived with a man. Um, I mean, obviously my father was there, but you don't see the ins and outs of your father's, you know, day. Uh, And so moving in with Keegan, I guess we moved in together. I just got to experience what it's like to live with a man. So, um... If you are engaged or recently married and you understand what it's like to transition your entire life to living with someone and um, learning how to share a space, this is your episode. Got to start thinking about whose stuff you keep and whose stuff you get rid of, huh? Yeah. And like I said, fortunately for us, we weren't, you know, like 30 something year olds getting married with completely two separate lives of like complete adulting with our own furniture and our own bills and 
um, we were just kind of kiddos hopping into adult life together. And it's an extremely eye-opening time because you are really seeing your partner's Um, I guess, like, private life for the first time. I mean, obviously, if you've ever been over their apartment or been in their dorm, you can kind of see what, you know, what their style is, if they're clean, messy. You kind of get the gist or the overall picture. But once it's not until you move in um, after getting married together that you definitely see every second of your partner's day. You see their habits. You see... Um, their strength, morning routine. Yeah, their morning routine. Um, and you just realize how different you are from them. One of the things we learned very quickly that we were different in is the thermostat setting. Oh, yeah, definitely. I love having the air on. I like a cool, colder kind of house so that I no, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on, you let don't me just like the air on. No, I like it cool so that I could have on a nice, like, warm, fuzzy blanket or uh, sweatpants and not be, like, sweating. You like living in an ice castle. That's what you like living I in. I like cuddling and being warm via body heat and warm clothing, not heat. And see, I am... I love hot weather. I could, I would pick summer over winter any time. He always has socks on 24-7. Because it's too cold no. <laughs> in our house. Even in the summer on our carpet in our apartment, you would have socks on. So this is one of the differences that we still <laughs> have yet to um, c- overcome. We honestly have daily thermostat wars where one of us will adjust it and then I'll be like, why does it feel so hot up here? And he'll look at me with wide eyes like, no reason. And then he's like, why is it so cold in here? And I'm like, no reason. <laughs> yeah, I've learned to allow the cold thermostat when it's nighttime because then we're under the blankets and everything. But during the day, I can't be walking around my house in a in a jacket and a beanie. It's not that cold, guys. He's exaggerating. But speaking of sleeping together, that was also one of the um, things that was a little bit new and difficult when we were first married. Like literally sleeping together, not Not sleeping <laughs> together, but sleeping together. Going to bed and waking up beside each other, sometimes... I I found out I have this habit when Mm -hmm. I wake up, I would stretch my arms out and more than elbows, throw his elbows wide. Several times I elbowed Faith in the face like morning after morning, like our first month of marriage was me waking up, getting elbowed in the face. Yeah. Almost. I was just like, oh, time to wake up. gut. (laughs) Yeah. And so. What he didn't know that I've had to help point out to him, too, is that he can be a thrashy, spastic sleeper. And uh, I toss and turn. I do. He doesn't just, you know, roll to the other side. You know how you just you're tired of being on your left side and you just kind of roll to the other side. He picks up his entire torso and head and like Shamu flips in the air and then like <laughs> flops down on the bed in the middle of the night. Well, you stole the covers from me several times, and so I had to wrestle them back. 
But yeah, so sleeping was kind of a, a adjustment for us, especially because Keegan, I love him, but he'll like twitch in the middle of the night and throw <laughs> throw elbows. You do that too. <laughs> but I think we've gotten better uh, yeah. throughout our marriage so far, and I think we have less of those problems now. We've gotten we used do. to sleeping with somebody else in the bed. Yes, and... Um, that's it, something we've made progress on. Yes, it's definitely an adjustment. Every couple's different. I know couples that can't stand to touch each other when they're in bed sleeping at night. I know other couples that can't be apart. They gotta cuddle the entire time. So, I mean, the bed, sharing a bed with someone with your uh, spouse is what you'll do for the rest of your life. It's and almost it's almost something that takes practice. Yeah, and so it's not better. it's not perfect though when you're newlyweds. You might need a queen. You might need a king. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely uh, the bed was definitely a a challenge for us. Even still is like Keegan. We operate on different body temperatures as well. He's a very warm bodied person, and I can't sleep you know, if it's warmer than a certain temperature. So I had to learn to like kind of go back and forth between cuddling and separating from him. And we operate on different time schedules. Yeah, you, that's true. Faith is a very early riser. Yeah. She loves to wake up early in the morning and I... Before the, before the dawn. I am a night owl. I am not really much of a early morning person. And so that has also been something that is different and when you live with somebody who has a different time schedule it's it can get a little bit tricky yeah and I think honestly it's kind of a good time for us because I could have easily passed judgment on Keegan and be like oh he just sleeps in to like eight what's wrong with him while I'm up at like you know 5 30 in the morning um but I just realized that he requires a lot more sleep than me. <laughs> well, I, I can stay up later than you, too. But now that we're both old people, we go to sleep at like 9, 30, 10, and when, he still stays, when Faith stays, stays asleep till like 8 or 9. Well, when Faith stays up past around 9, 30, she enters the, the time. It's called crackhead hours. She That's enters fun. the time in the day when she just kind of says crazy things or is a little bit loopy. Yeah, you've uh you've definitely shown that you don't really enjoy staying up late that much. I just I'm one of those people that when I'm tired I get kind of like what, sleep drunk? Is that what they call it? Yeah. <laughs> we cannot start a movie at like 8:30 because by the time it's over, Faith will be like, wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I just, my brain stops functioning and adrenaline kicks in and I just turn crazy and weird. But that's the beautiful part is that I can wake up early in the morning, get some good reading in, a good workout in. And Keegan at night can be, you know, designing because he does graphic design or finding new music on Spotify. And we ultimately do go to sleep at the same time now, but in college it was really different. Yeah. And also, well, one thing that we didn't really experience in college was like dirty dishes. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> living together, we've had to um, kind of take up these new domestic things such as doing the dishes. Yeah. And um, if there's anything I remember from my marriage and family class at my university was that there is just some 
habits of your spouse that will never change. No matter what you do, you can tell them a million times, you can threaten them, whatever. I mean, they're usually trivial things, but those habits may never change. And so instead of getting shaken up and bent out of shape every single time your partner does that thing, it just has to become something you expect and accept um as long as it's not you know causing harm or damaging the health of each other or uh you know really interfering with the marriage um there's just some little habits you got to let go of and i won't mention my husband's but i have been working on the habit of taking my dishes to the sink after after eating and I had to not take it personally the first few times you did that. Like, what? Did, who does he think I am? I'm just supposed to pick up his dirty dishes. He can't even take it to the sink. And I learned that um, this is something he's been doing for a while back home. And so I had to realize, okay, it's going to take some time. I don't want him to leave his dirty dishes on the table anymore. But I will, you know, try to remind him kindly it changes it changes if it doesn't it doesn't they now make it to the sink now we're just working on you know rinsing off the food now that's in the sink but um so patience patience is key when it comes to adjusting to living with each other patience is what you need it is the game um because you guys are building a whole new life together and you're breaking old habits, you're forming new ones, and if you don't have patience, it will be a lot harder of a process than what it needs to be. Yeah, and one of the things that I've had to grow in uh, with being with Faith is my patience for, I guess it's not a bad thing, but you clean a lot. And one of the things that, that ends up doing is that moves the stuff that I put in certain spots. You... (laughs) have sometimes moved my keys or you just random pieces of paper i just think there's a place for everything i'll and put when them it's not in that place it needs to be put in the right place i'll put them on the coffee table and she will come through and do like a sweep and clean uh and put them like somewhere <laughs> new <laughs> and i'll have to find my my things and that's one of the things that i being married i've had to realize is that there's somebody else in the house with me and my things can get moved from the place that I remember putting them. (laughs) Yeah, but one thing I think that was extremely helpful for us was dorm life and living with other human beings that have habits as well and learning when to speak up when uh, there needs to be a compromise made and when to accept things and realize that um, we're just being picky and we're just being demanding. And so there's a good balance of um, give and take, I believe, and compromise and negotiating when you um, are moving in and getting used to the life that you're forming with each other because you can't have it all your way. And marriage isn't about having everything your way. And so, you know, there's some objects in our house that I wouldn't personally pick as, you know, decorations or furniture certain places. But Keegan really, really likes it. There are certain things I've hung on a wall that he hasn't been a huge fan of. But he knows that I really enjoy it and it makes it feel like home. And um, we just love 
we love loving each other and compromise isn't easy but in the end it helps you grow in love yeah that's good that's good babe and another (laughs) thing i i would say is when you first move in together as newlyweds it can feel a little bit chaotic because you're trying to figure out okay who who's doing what whose jobs are gonna be uh which persons and one thing that i've really enjoyed as we've um been married is we've figured out what we each like doing and it feels really good to have somebody to split the jobs with and who will um help pick up the slack where you're weak and where you can cover where you're strong and it's really fun to be able to do stuff for your spouse that you enjoy but they don't and really um just take advantage of each other's strengths and weaknesses and likes and dislikes to where you are working as a team and you're and it feels it's not always going to be chaotic like it is the first few months when you're figuring things out about being married and living together you're you'll eventually settle into a groove and it'll feel nice knowing that somebody's got your back at the home definitely until you move again (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of starts all over yeah certain things start all over Um, But we have really enjoyed making our house a home, um, both stylistically, but also just um, forming habits that serve each other um, and enjoying our space in a way that it serves us and the way in a way that um, we can serve each other through taking care of our space and through enhancing our space and so um I love our our home I love our apartment (laughs) and I just realized it's probably going to change a whole lot more when we have our first kid (laughs) yeah no time soon (laughs) but um yeah we just wanted to hop on here to encourage you and say if you are in this season of moving in um, with your new spouse that have patience with each other. Lots of patience. You know, compromise is good, um, but you also need to speak up and say what is really important to you um, and listen, really just listening to the other person and allowing them time to reform habits and to um, reshape their way of living completely and just laughing a lot we discovered so many things that about each other that we did not know keegan says i turned like a million times more goofy after he married me i just got more comfortable (laughs) and revealed my full self yeah (laughs) we got more comfortable around each other yeah definitely yeah so our home is just filled with lots of singing and rapping and dancing and Um, laughing and it's that way because it took time to get there but and we're still we're still growing yeah definitely always yeah so uh, as you know we end every single growing potatoes podcast with a quote and this week's quote this week's quote is all the wealth in the world cannot be compared with the happiness of living together happily united and that's by marie margaret duville i love living with you babe I love living with you too. So uh, 
go right now and comment on our page, five star rate us. Thank you so much for listening in this week again. We are just so overjoyed whenever we receive any comments from you guys on our Instagram or um, below on our page. Again, please subscribe, please share with a friend, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.